with beer. Hey, podcast kittens, it's Kathy Canada. Lady Beard, welcome again to another enthralling installment of Cat with Beard. Yes, here we are. Here we the are. Crowd goes You look fantastic today. I love your dress. Oh, God bless. High five. So High five. And your dresses. Yeah. yeah we both realized old... we both have bunnies on our Double dresses. Double bunny. Double bunnies. Yeah. I'm doing the old uh, body line today. Yep. Line and we're going the d- baby, body. the stars shine bright. Baby, the baby. They're my friends. All right. Yay. Good stuff. They're this is cool. amazing. Hey. Look at this, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Who would have thought? Hey, hey. 15 years ago. Who would have thought we'd all be sitting here, right now, right here, doing this? I didn't, that's for sure. Did you? No, This is out thought. of control. I mean, this we've is both so... been here in Japan for eight years. Eight flipping years. We realized both eight years. Bang, blow it up. That's what eight I'm talking years about. Eight in Japan. years. It's a and, magic number. And we're going to squeeze those eight years and give you the juice out mm-hmm. of those eight years. And today's topic oh is about the entertainment industry. But before that. Before that, we got some really cool reactions from you guys listening to the podcast. We did. Including, who gave you the Get the Duck Out Bird phone? Oh, the Get the Duck Out Bird! We found the Get the, du- the, get the Duck Out Bird! Yes! Hey, go to my Twitter if you want to see the Get the Duck Out Bird. Mm. Um, I put it on my Twitter, and you would think that the subliminal meaning of that would be stop looking at my Twitter, but that's not actually <laughs> what I was going for at all. You can look at my Twitter as much as you like. In fact, I'd encourage you to do so more. If you know what we're talking about, you can go listen to Episode number, what was it? Episode two. Episode two. Get the duck out, Bert. Yeah. Cat with beard. I actually got tweeted to be another picture with a bird that was holding a plum, saying, is, is it maybe that one? Is the plum important? Who gave you the duck, the get the duck bird out? Photo? Shiori. Oh, right. Thank you. Thank you. Good job. Man, you got it Good done. Let's hear it for Shiori. Shiori. <laughs> getting the job done. Day by day. Bit by bit. My right. goodness. I um, need now to print this one out and stick it on my wall for oh whenever, you know, people come to kind of sell you their religion or stuff. Sell you their religion. <laughs> Do you have that problem a lot in Japan? Not as much Religious as in Germany. Oh, sales people can be very persistent. You get them more on the phone, right? Um, I deliberately, so in my apartment, they installed one of those little video com things so that you can, like from inside, you can do the press the button, oh. see who's outside thing, right? Yes. But the thing is inside, you have to plug it in. Oh. Otherwise, it does not function. Oh, so you just pull it out. Well, yeah, exactly right. I just, <laughs> I just pulled it out. And now, nice. now people are like pressing it, going, Ugh, does it function? Ooh. And then they just leave. Or was it uh, Idusu? I heard something like that. You are there, but you pretend you're not. You see the picture and you're like, not you. Mm-mm. Not you. Not today. Not no. happening. Not Mm-mm. happening. No. Goodbye. <laughs> leave my life. Exit that it's way. Exit left. <laughs> So now it's uh, okay. So entertainment. So entertainment being, being yes. a television presenter <laughs> yourself, young lady. Now you, ha- how much, how much involvement have you had in the Japanese kind of TV industrial con- complex? Because a lot of your stuff's on the internet, eh? Yeah, I think what was interesting was um, I touched down in Japan before I even worked here. I was just there as a student, and I was at the airport, and the crew approached me <laughs> and said. Why did you come to Japan? Mm, you know them, right? I know them. You were Nani Shini Nippone is one of those programs. They used to literally be at Narita Airport all day and try to catch foreigners that look interesting. And I caught their interest. And well, I came good. there like, you know, 14 hours, no sleep, looking like trash. And they were like, she looks interesting. Is that C 
secretly their ploy to get foreigners at their worst. At the worst. Definitely at Maybe worst. it's actually part of like a uh, a koan pl- like program to catch spies entering Japan. Maybe it's what actually. <laughs> if the they look fresh, the... they're too prepared. Exactly. The koan is the Japanese version of like FBI or something like that, right? So maybe <laughs> that's what it's all about. Maybe it's just yeah. a cover. It's not a TV show at all. Mm, they just find filtering out the suspicious people. Oh but uh, there have they used to be there all day until Narita Airport was like. Bro, please. <laughs> You're like, gonna have to. Bro, please. Not have every to day. Allow our passengers some space to breathe. Also, a little bit inside info there. It looks like it's different directors with different actual like companies, and they're kind of battling each other for the more interesting foreigners. Oh, is that so right? you might film an entire feature on a foreigner, and then they're like, "Well, those other foreigners from company AB are way more interesting than your foreigners," and then you make, we might not even make it on airtime. Um, so anyone who's interested in kickstarting their Japanese show business career, here's a bit of advice: just show up, uh, get your plane to fly into Narita, and turn up looking like a freak. <laughs> get yourself yep. on TV from day one. That that might be actually is a good strategy. <laughs> if you come and arrive at Narita Airport looking interesting, and they are around, they will pick up on you. They will pick up on you. And they have managed to find some very interesting people. That's some weird people. I think there's a little bit of a weird exposure to the weirder you are, they're definitely more likely to pick you up. The so that was, you are, you, you've been on that program? Uh, no, but I when I first got here, I too had a approach the random foreigner experience. Mm-hmm. When So I first got here and it was, uh, I think uh, it was like the end of October or something in the year that I got here. So I didn't know anything really about Japan life yet. I was still sorting myself out. And like week number one or something, when I was just walking around the streets, some TV crew stopped me and they're like, we want to have you on camera. And I'm like, okay. Were you dressed like this? No. Listen, I was pretty bogan looking at the time. Actually, I was looking pretty mm. feral. I was all freaking unkept and uncouthed and trying to figure out where the hell I was and what's going <laughs> on. But they they get me on camera and they they have one of those big screens on the building opposite where we were shooting, which has the temperature on it. And they're saying, today's 20 degrees, as you can see. I'm like, sure is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're like, how about that? I'm like, what? And you have, you're supposed to yeah, react to that? how about it? What, what do you reckon? Because <laughs> oh like, they're like, it's October and it's 20 degrees. It's unheard of. I'm like, I just got here, man. I don't know what October here is like. <laughs> exactly. Are How are you supposed to know? October in my country is a totally different experience. What are we... <laughs> How is October in Australia? Uh, it's getting warm. That's the time mm-hmm. when it kind of changes over, right? Getting... Yeah, I mean, how are you supposed to know? Okay. <laughs> right. So, and it was, my Japanese was terrible at the time as well. So they're asking me in Japanese. So you're getting the whole, what? Nani, nanka, atsui. Atsui desu ka? Atsui? You know, go Oh, man. That was my first um, TV experience. Yeah. I, I still remember from the US, that the goal was for me to find Lolita fashion friends in Japan. Ah. And uh, But the place at where I was getting changed into Lolita fashion, because I first had to buy it, I just touched it down. I didn't have anything in Japan yet. I didn't bring it over. I thought I was going to buy myself something there. And they were like, no, no, we need to shoot this quick. So... <laughs> I bought myself something and got changed in this cute cafe and it was like on a loop with like a, like a cute character going, yeah, yeah, something, blah, 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 blah. And then the, this this director like in, in black and then his, his assistant like sitting there very awkwardly <laughs> and they were waiting in that yeah, yeah, blah, 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 super kawaii environment. They were waiting there for an hour for me to get ready and well, transform. It's, it's not a quick process it's making not, yourself delightful. So hang on, I'm sorry. You get off the plane. Mm. 
immediately they're like, we want to shoot you in your Lolita stuff. So what, you went into Harajuku? You bought something? You came back to the airport? Well, what? I, I was literally like, like, please give me like, <laughs> give me some time to touch down. They're like, we would like to film this within this week. So on oh, another day okay. in the week, I, I head then out and was buying clothes and all of that. And wow. I got ready and hit, out, hit the streets. and This young woman friends. is uh, an ambitious go-getter. She snapped up that opportunity yeah, when it arose, didn't you? Definitely. I mean, it's, it's, you know, if you get the opportunity, why would you say no? And it sounds well. like fun. I was like, oh, let's do this. I mean, even if it's just this moment of, of those very serious looking people being in this cute pink Harajuku cafe, totally out of place, and waiting for me for an hour while a cute Japanese character keeps repeating on a very tight loop a cute story. You kawaii-ified this very serious TV crew. Exactly. Yeah. And apparently it was interesting enough to make it on air. Wow, so that's good. Made it on air. Made it on air. But then, but you came here, you were coming to study. You did not have the intention of doing TV, did you? Oh, no. I came here as, as like a holiday during my student days. Right, I see. So I had like a host family. I already knew everyone. And that was the only reason I could stay. Because oh, I otherwise okay. I couldn't have afforded that. So. I see. Okay, but, but, then, yeah. so, but then you did your studying and then you found yourself on Japanese TV somehow. How did that oh, process yeah. Well, when I came back here to Japan to actually work here, mm. I got another opportunity, which was a program called Tokyo Extra. And they did something really interesting. Unfortunately, they're not doing it anymore, but they did like a dual thing. They would have the episode late at night in Japan and then have a Japanese studio and an English studio at the same time. And the English studio would then at the same time live stream. Oh, so it would be cool. live on Japanese TV and live on YouTube in English. And in between, they would link up from time to time. And we filmed a couple of episodes beforehand that would pin them in as little bits and pieces, for example, how to eat yakiniku or something. Mm. Those would then be translated for the Japanese audience. They would be kept in English for, for, right. for the English audience. And that was a really, really interesting program. I that a couple of times and that was your um that was your entrance into that was one of the big stars i think that was like the first time it was not just youtube because i was already working with youtube for uh, for us japanese but that was like the first time it was like tv tv mm. and it was a different vibe. You could really, really tell how different it is. <laughs> it's a very, very different vibe. Very different vibe. So what was your first year? After being totally disorientated and asked, God, what dare I hop in that, October? I mean, I got here uh, to do my heavy metal career, right? So I kind of got here and when I got... Um, uh, organized with my first manager. We first thing that happened really was I, I did, got a couple of shows going on, and then I got famous on the old Twitter because photos of me weren't famous on the old Twitter. So then off the back of that, we got booked to do various TV, um, both internet TV and you know TV TV. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You said you came here with metal, ah. not with stuntman, not with wrestling. So how did you? Put that in as well. Well, so I came, so Lady Beard is a wrestler and a metal singer. So I mm -hmm. came here with those two things in mind. You already had them in your suitcase. That's exactly like. right. Okay, and mm. then and then they were like, okay, does wrestling, does metal, we love you. So what was like the the thing that spiked the Twitter feed? So the thing that spiked the Twitter feed was uh, my old manager was a photographer, and so she took my photos and some like studio level photos, and we put them on the internet, and they went viral. Mm. So that happened, and so then from off the back of that, then a bunch of TV offers came in. You see, That's for those who don't know, have you had you already debuted in your wonderful style that you're having right now? Um, I well because I debuted this when I lived in Hong Kong previously, you see. So I'd already been doing Lady Beard for several years mm -hmm. before I got to Japan. 
Um, but that was my Japanese debut as such when I went mm. uh, viral on the, the Twitters. The Twitty Twit. Um, so that happened, then we got invited onto a, a bunch of TV, and at the start, like, my Japanese was still terrible, because mm. I just got in here. So at the start, um, I had, uh, I think at the start they gave me a few translators and whatnot, but pretty quickly I was just out there on my own, still couldn't really speak Japanese. So thrown in, like, to these big studios with a heap of, like, genins and whatnot. Oh my gosh! Doing all the, uh, all the things that they do, and not understanding... The context. So, so this is one of the big things that I found. Um, yeah, how do you keep up with them? That's one of the first things I would ask because I've been into one of those programs where it's like all those. It's imagine it being guys. Imagine it being like a wall and people sitting like in rows of four. It's like a little bit of a mm. studio auditorium in the days when you were still allowed to sit close to people, and <laughs> and people sit in this little box, and each and one of every one of them talks louder than the other, is funnier than the other, and you're trying to keep up with it, and it's really hard, especially if you don't speak Japanese. It's very hard, man. So you got someone on the other side of the room, and they'll ask you a question, and then like the ten dudes sitting behind you just start shouting in your ears. You're like, what the so you like, get the duck out bird. I didn't hear what you said. Please repeat question. And then they will shout again because they're like, "This idiot can't understand Japanese." Mm. And I'm like, "No, I just you guys won't shut up, so I can't mm. hear what the person over there is saying." They ask it again, and they just keep shouting in your ear, like, "Shut up! Damn it! I can't hear what's going on." Right. So the, everyone is trying to kind of like catch the opportunity to say something. Yeah, it really seems like it really everyone seems a little like, bit there. Camera roll. Now everyone make noise and try and get noticed. Mm. So when you're not, um, you know, when you're yet to be uh, introduced to that system, it really is very kind of, the hell's going? Yeah, yeah, Why yeah, is yeah, everyone yeah. shouting so much? Wow. Well, how did you manage to keep up with them? I didn't. No, okay. I was on TV. I look like a moron. That's what happened. My first experiences of Japanese TV. I went on my like, what? Them what? To the ground. Did, what? And then... <laughs> Uh, but they would. But this is the other thing. It, 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 they would always say, "Don't worry. If anything goes wrong, just pick one of the comedians and kick his ass. Oh. Just physically assault him." Were you allowed like, to what? do that? They told me to. Did They're you like, do just it? Just go and beat, kick that guy's ass. Wait, did you do it? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that was what I, <laughs> yes. what I was meant to do. <laughs> um, but beforehand, I'm like, "Are you sure? Are you sure?" I just want to mm. clarify because in my country, if you do that and it's not welcome. That's a big old lawsuit Ooh, coming yeah, away. Oh, yeah, lawsuit coming away. Definitely sure. not a good idea. Yeah, I would be very worried about it, But I have the feeling that, especially here in Japan, uh, especially with comedians, anything goes. Well, it seems to be that the job. You can humiliate them. You can, like, hurt them. And it seems to be okay. I don't quite understand. It seems to be the job. Being a Japanese comedian seems to be putting your hand up for voluntary torture. Yeah. Japanese contingency? Is that a reasonable Same assessment? Thing? Yes. Is it I like you're a, a comedian? We're allowed to torture, torture? you? We were, um, uh, I was at a restaurant eating dinner the other night and they had the, the gain-ins on the TV and it's like, one of them, they put him in a box and they put him in like the van in a box and he doesn't know where he's going or what's going on, right? And then is they this take- kidnapping on a higher level? They take the box out of the van and he doesn't know where he's going to be or what he's going to do. And they take him to a bridge and they open the box and he has to bungee jump. What? He didn't know what was going on at all. <laughs> oh, God. No- no, no consideration for, you know, do you have a phobia of heights? Mm. Do you scared of bungee cords? <laughs> Nothing mm -hmm. like that. It's, but apparently that's just, that's the job, right? Yeah, it's to just, be... Well, something's going to happen. Sign your life away and then... 
I, I feel like in the Japanese entertainment industry, there seems to be tiers. And at the lowest bottom seems to be the comedians. Like, they they really get the hardest part. They have to do so many terrible things. It's like jungle camp all over again. Like, I'm, I'm famous. Get me out of this box. And, and then it's like other things you're famous for, like the idols and stuff. They're getting treated way better. And then very high up seem to be the... Um, Joyu, the, the actresses and the actors, yeah. they're like, oh, they seem to get treated quite. You right. correct me if I'm wrong, but this is how it feels, at least to me. Yeah, I mean, the, the this was said to me when I first got here. It's a culture that loves watching celebrities in pain. So, is that accurate? <laughs> Japanese contingency? Such everyone. G- giggles and nods from the Japanese contingency. Giggles and nods from the Japanese team So, once outdoors. someone's famous, oh, they just God. want to see you in awful positions and humiliated and put through pain. Mentioning pain, I remember that was one of my first years in Japan and I switched on the TV and it was like, the torture dinner. And I'm like, what is this? So, it was like this, like two comedians and they battle each other. Who can eat this five star meal? For longer. They have like for a little longer. for longer. Right. They put like a little big thing on your head that measures your brain, scan your reactions to it. And then the other comedian, so one comedian will try and eat. So you're the comedian who's who's eating. And the other comedian has to do something to stop you from eating and have your brain react. Oh wow, okay. And it they the worst thing I've seen is like them burning themselves with Holy hot water. Wait, are they burning the other guy? They no, no, themselves. themselves. They're How doing would it. that stop not allowed to eating? touch? Look, yeah, well, I would try and get you so shocked or like oh, your I brain see, to I react. See, That's I why see. the brain scan comes in. Oh, I see. And the worst thing I've seen is them putting pegs all over their face, going close to the other person and ripping the pegs off in one go. And uh, see you reacting and the other person had to try not to react to that. And then was like... Why? So you can... Hang on. Why? Michelin, Michelin star munchy munch person, mm-hmm. they can see the other comedian. Yeah, this comedian, you, they, they are around your table. I can walk oh, okay. all around you, but I'm oh, not allowed to touch you. I was under the impression I, I had like, like a giant face. helmet on to rip Oh, no, no, it's just scan. like the top for the oh, brain I scan. I see, okay, so I'm sorry. You are right. still in the vicinity, you'll see me, and oh. you'll try to eat your first class Wagyu steak there, yeah. but I'm going to try and hop all around you. Oh, sorry, sorry. Punch the microphone. Can't punch the microphone. My Sorry, God. guys. This p- microphone is a a, a a rookie Japanese comedian. Exactly. Assaulted. Yeah, you, you assaulted wanted this. You wanted this. You that's wanted right. this, right? You Welcome to, to show famous. business, my friend. It's that's a thing. A really tough and sharp Japanese show business. And also, one thing is, it seems to be anything goes of like of being the butt of every joke. People get like a lot of stick for being like divorced ones. I haven't noticed the divorce, but that's interesting. It, you can't. You, they get, it's okay to to make a joke about someone being divorced, and also it's okay to make jokes about someone being fat. And I'm like, you can't do this in Western TV. This you the, can't yep. do this in Western. You can't. You can't do this. That was the biggest um, <sighs> shock for me about the whole thing. There's no political correctness no. whatsoever. Oh, no. The opposite. No. Just oh. whatever's. Well, it's like a, a freak show, and it's just laugh at the freaks. It's, so it's rough, and I'm like, some of them, they're like, you know, they're the butt of every joke, and they're laughing along to that. And I'm like, how can you, you not can, be hurt? You can see their soul breaking on the inside. Yes, the other one I hear a lot is um, bald men. They say that their head is shiny, so yeah, everyone goes ah, and covers their eyes when yeah, a bald like, man oh, takes up his hat. Yeah, that happens a lot in anime too. I think they're making like jokes about that, like the sun reflects of. 
someone's bald head or something. We've anyway. mixed up all the topics of these four episodes we have planned into one super episode. <laughs> We're all over the place. Let's oh move, my gosh, yeah, Move on to our next topic. <laughs> you know what? Shall we just pull? Shall we just pull I, the? I, I how about we you. just pull the uh, the comedian episode forward? That'd <laughs> right. be okay. Like, will, comedy it is. Comedy, comedy it is. is. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you this though. On my um, mm. one of my first shoots um. Here, I was out with some, it was like a three-piece or what I gain in a trio, and they had told me, all right, that dude, we want you to assault him, physically assault him. If he does anything upsets you, assault him. And I was like, okay. But I was apparently not assaulting him uh, to adequate standards. You were so not I, assaulting him enough. No, so at one point I was looking down the camera and I'm smiling and presenting and talking to the camera. He walks up behind me and just as hard as he can, kicks me in the backside. I'm like, what the f... I couldn't believe it. So I'm like, So he oh, wanted right. to have more pain? He assaulted me, so I would assault him. Hold on a second. Is, is Japanese comedy some kind of weird SM scenario here that we didn't know about? Japanese contingency? Is, is Japanese comedy is a weird SM scenario? Is, is, that, is that what it is? All the Japanese yeah, producers are currently laughing and looking at one another, <laughs> trying to figure out how to react. Like, <laughs> look at every one of them. Every All one of them. Of them. It, it seems to be like Japanese comedy. Okay, hurt me more. It, yeah, it seems it's all. It seems to be all about pain and humiliation. Yeah. That's okay. S- since we are at comedy, I'm gonna continue with comedy. I I learned a little bit about comedy. I'm gonna go. So first of all, in comedy, it's like the base of all Japanese comedy is there's a bokeh and ah, yes. a tsukumi. Yes. The bokeh is the one who makes the jokes or said something kind of weird or fluffy or airy airy headed. And then the tsukomi is the one who corrects what the bokeh says. Mm. But in my opinion, it's like one person does something goofy and makes the joke and the other person points out what the joke is. Mm. Like I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. And then um, the uh, the tsukomi, usually I say, so, so the tsukomi will say something relatively normal, the bokeh says something moronic, and the tsukomi hits him in the head. Yeah, that's a, a common lot of that one. As well. Wait a second. A lot of common... <laughs> like... That's the classic that you guys know from Takeshi's Castle. Mm. So I need to do this now. I need to do this. Sorry, this is a paper. This is actually a paper for our for our class. I am so sorry if we're a class first. <laughs> you go ahead and assault me. Ding, dun, dun, I'll dun, say I'll say something. Dun, 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 dun. I'll say You're something ready for this. Yeah, exactly. Say you something. Say something ish and I'll say something uh, bookish. This is completely unplanned. People, anything could happen. I'm ready. <laughs> Wait, um, um, uh, you you know what my favorite tree is what i don't know i don't have a punchline for this joke <laughs> i started i started this before i was ready to complete it there we go perfect that worked out perfectly there we go prime prime of japanese comedy i mean comedy. this is terrible isn't it <laughs> this is look at this counting out lady me and you're both fired get out <laughs> My God! Oh my gosh! We mixed I, up our episodes. We totally yeah. Well, you, you need to probably now say he didn't hit me hard enough because apparently this is some kind of torture scenario here. But uh, that's tsukomi, the uh, bokeh and tsukomi. Mm. That's like the general. You see that even in anime because um, yeah. a lot of you guys are probably seeing anime when some someone says something funny and the other one points out what was funny about that or what was weird about that one. That is like a typical pattern that you see actually quite a lot and you actually you get people who will sometimes in Japan you might have this hat someone around you who says something funny and it's the reaction they kind of want like a reaction from you saying what the hell like <sighs> do you get that is I don't think so but you are right that the comedy seems to revolve around reactions to things mm, it's 
I think that's that's something that at least is in common, right? We like reactions. We like people's reactions. Reaction movies are doing particularly very good. Oh, good point. On Actually, on the old YouTube is mm. a good point. So I think the reaction <clears throat> of someone is like something we still want, and I think the viewers want that too. There's a lot of someone's eating something, and then uh, they put a whole lot of spicy something in the food, and mm. they don't know, and then the person spits it out, and is all like, "No, oh, it's so hot," mm. and that kind of thing. There's a lot of that. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. Okay, we have apparently other techniques of buke. There is a tendon, and I thought that was something to eat, but a tendon is actually <laughs> a person who persistently makes the joke over and over again. Uh, and then there's the san ochi, falling down three times. Uh, to make the similar, so that person makes the similar remark twice, but in the third time, they say something completely different. Oh, okay. So they would they fall down twice. I mean, they will fall down twice. And they fall down only once. Ah, uh-huh. Something like I am amazing at this. Breaking yes. expectations. I'm um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, there is also one. That one I remember from high school when I came here as an exchange student, which is pretty much there is like, okay, someone has to buy sweets for everyone. Okay. And no, one, no one wants to do that, right? But it kind of goes like person A goes, oh, I'll buy sweets for everyone. Okay. Uh, person B goes, I'll buy sweets for everyone. Person C, oh yeah, me too, me too, me too, me too. So what do you do? Okay, thanks. <laughs> too fast, yeah. They're waiting for one person, actually. So for example, one person is let in on the joke and one person is not let in on the joke. Uh... So the person who's not let in on the joke is like the one who's like, they actually want to pay. See. So, for example, you we you wouldn't don't know. let him in on the joke, really. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty. It's it's a bit rough. It sounds a little bit like coercion. <laughs> so I'm just saying. It's um. Do that at a government level. I'm pretty sure you go to prison. Oh damn! <laughs> it seems to be a bit of a peer pressure thing of like I'll do it, I'll do it. Everyone lifts their hands, so you're like, all right, and you like lift your hand. All right, okay. Okay, there you go, there you go. Okay, now that I'm kind of. I see. There you go. The short straw. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't realize they didn't. <laughs> didn't there was one person who was not in on it. My goodness. Yeah, this is a poor person. If you're sitting at a, a poker table and you don't know who the patsy is, you, my friend, are the patsy. <laughs> I don't know right? what a patsy is. Uh, no, patsy right. is the, that, that person. Oh, the right. Person's okay. get screwed. Oh, right, right. Yeah. There's also de otsi, which is the person who just comes on to and everyone laughs. <laughs> yeah, actually, some of them can be quite funny, though. Uh, Bob Sap, maybe? Does he do that? Does he have, like, a special stage thing? Because I had to look up so much Bob Sap. I got so much pain for not knowing Bob Sap straight away. I'm so sorry, guys. I'm sorry to bring <laughs> this pain into your life. However, you really should have known who Bob is. He's, he's, you brought him up again, so now yeah, yeah. we have to go through this all again. He would be like a Bob person Sapp. that would come into, you know, and makes a comment and, like, maybe does that face and does, like, something like that and then... Everyone yeah, would like I think have a he laugh. got a lot of time. He kind of breaks through a wall or something, charges in, and then picks up a, one of the comedians and runs away with him or something. Yeah, that would probably be a good deoti. Is that a good deoti? Nah, no. Disagreement from the oh, Japanese contingency. Some people are right. laughing. Some people are no. Clearly, no. we cannot write scripts yeah, for Japanese comedy. Yeah, the comedy otaku is saying no right now. We're, we're comedy otaku is saying no. Yeah, <laughs> we've both been fired. We've been relegated. Okay. Get, get to the back. Be one of the ten noisy guys behind Ladybeard. We just got fired to that position. Which brings us to the topic that it is really, really hard to translate humor in any language because German humor is different from British humor. Mm. Is different from Japanese humor. And the more you translate it, the less funny it does. Get. I think we're trying to bring you guys the Japanese humor right now, but we have to kind of explain it, and I'm not sure if it translates that well. <laughs> yeah, when a joke needs explaining, mm. a lot of the time it loses mm. its punch. Doesn't mm. it? Yes, yes, loses yes. its punch and or Judy. 
Uh, let me see. So, for example, <laughs> let me see. I have, I have like, both of us are looking at these scripts going, like, oh, okay. Okay, yeah, we're, we're learning here right now. <laughs> yeah, this is, hey, ladies and gentlemen, you must think this all happened. Oh, the oh, oh, comedy oh, talk of the coming No, what? What's happening? Shake the shake what? I'll get, I'll get. Okay. Um, comedy talking producer, do you want to uh, make us, guest appearance? Give so us a talk good about comedy, comedy moment, no? <laughs> Oh. The producer of the show is a, a comedy otaku. He loves Japanese comedy. We and just invited him into the booth. No, no. camera shy. Yeah, this Microphone would have been shy. your chance. No, All right, no, well. Okay. <laughs> okay. Fair enough, fair enough. Okay, Someone's okay. got to work the board. That board doesn't work itself. Good exactly. points. Important point. Good Important point. point. Well raised. Right. Well raised. Uh, let me see if there's another technique that you guys might not know. Timing is crucial, which is probably with everything. As uh, so most comedy, that's right. Pretty important. Ordinary tsukomi would be nandeanen. Like, what the heck? Ah, nandeanen, of course. That might work in certain situations. Like, what the heck? What the hell is that all about? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nori is pretend to agree with the bokeh and then correct them in a funny way. So, I'm handing out uh, this one here. This, this pen instead of chopsticks, okay? Oh, thank you. Uh, you um, you want to be the tsukomi on the bokeh? Where are my lines? Uh, uh, I'll, be, I'll be the book it. Ah, oh, here we are. I see. All right. All right. So you're you're eating your noodles, ne? Oh um, yes. Well, first of all, you you need something to eat your noodles with. So I do. Yes. Can I have some chopsticks, please? Oh, the eating, the eating of my noodles. Sure. Use this. This is a pen. Ah, we I are winning some awards oh, no, over we're here, failing my friend. At this. I think we just killed our director. This is, um, I think our director's like, oh, no, this is, oh, yeah, hand, he's shaking hand, his head. See, you should have come in, in and talked with us. You had the chance to save us here. No? Okay. I think be, we're going to have be, to take a class with our director. It might be a good time for us to mention <laughs> that neither of us really get Japanese comedy. That's, I think, <laughs> a valid a point. Problem. I don't quite get it. I think the only kind of comedy that I really get and enjoy is the kind of situation comedy okay. when, like, you know, that you hear this, like the, the cicadas in the background because someone just came in and just done something really awkward okay. and that awkwardness, and people are just standing there in that awkward moment, and it makes you laugh so much because that's something that happens in real life. Like, mm, mm, it's situation mm. comedy when you're like, oh, okay, because this is awkward. So awkward, so awkward, so awkward, and it makes it funny, right? Mm. So that kind of scenario. But there's a lot of, in, in Japanese comedy, there seems to be a lot of kind of uh, language-oriented comedy as well, a lot of kind of like word-oriented comedy. A friend of mine did one recently. There's a kind of a, a tree called a hijigi, and he made the joke hijigi. It's like a tree that comes out of your elbow or something. Okay. Yes, yeah, so there's, there's a lot of... one thing what I find really confusing is sometimes Japanese comedians, they have one joke, and they oh, can yes. get famous with one yeah. joke, yeah. and they go on tours with one, with one joke. joke and like for 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 westerners they have like a usually a full on routine with like different sections <laughs> in their jokes. programs and <laughs> and like you know and then like a theme around it but some just managed to do one with like some kind of one joke and I did extend it somehow so much that they go touring all around Japan to just tell that one joke. That's when you know you've went through enough pain and suffering that you made it. I think the appeal of that is is everyone so it's like one punchline essentially. Mm-hmm. And everyone knows what the punchline is. And everyone wants to feel that punchline in real life. That's IRL right. punchline. But also it's the anticipation of the punchline, isn't it? That's mm-hmm. the part that's fun, is mm-hmm. when the comedian sets up some situation and you say to yourself, How's he gonna get from this starting point to that punchline? Punch and you line. see that and then you hit the punchline and ah! 
Oh, people there it is. Board. Yeah, that's a great point, actually. People make entire careers mm. out of uh, that yeah, single punchline. That one punchline. And if it's a good one, it stays with you for a while. What was it? There was one one dude from a while ago. I had one which was Punson. Do you remember that? You guys know no, what that no, is. Yeah, the Punson man. Cool what was that, like 20 years ago or something? I know, it was Kormanets. Kormanets. I thought it was Punson. That Punzer. was pretty much it. It was Kormanets. Yep. Oh, you know this far better than I do. Yeah, you, yeah. you can explain joke go. I, I don't even know. You <laughs> oh, just that do it. that pose. But everyone does that now. But everyone everyone does always does that does at it. all times. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. I don't know. It, or, People in, will just walk up to you like at the party and they'll be like, Or I think it's like a joke that kids would enjoy. And also there's, there was one like, Cancho. That was like little kids. And that's dangerous. That is a dangerous joke. Because if you ever taught kids in Japan... All the kids know kancho, which pretty much means to poke this up your butt. And if you're a teacher, this is likely going to happen to you that someone comes and tries to attack your peach by doing kancho. Are you serious? Yeah. Children come and try to put their digits up your rear end. Yeah. This happens to acting to teachers? This is an actual thing? In my country, that's called assault. The amount of assault we have discussed in this episode mm, is relentless. This is just should just be called the 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 assault by other names episode. It this is Japanese comedy is including with the children as done on teachers. Your children come and they will assault you. Try and poke <laughs> you up the butt. Yes, it's and again Japanese comedy in pain. Go hand in hand so much. Let me tell you something, my friend. If I were the teacher in that situation, that child is going to understand the meaning of pain in one <laughs> second. Oh, my God. Try that thing. It's going to be dish, 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 dish. My <laughs> Lord. It's a good thing, Lady Beard. I ain't a teacher, eh? Do you see that? The demon just came out. Do you see that? I'm like, oh, my God. Where is this little monster? It's going to die. How we got for time? Oh, Should we yeah, wrap this up? Yes. My God, and I have no idea what we just spent we half an hour talking about. We talked about Japanese what comedy, but guys, if you would like to tell us something <laughs> about <laughs> podcasts, feel free to send us a message. We're actually waiting for your message. You, we legit waiting for your message. So if there's anything you would like us to talk about in our next podcast, send it over to us. Our email address is nippon at jrqr.net. And I'm going to spell this out for you because apparently a couple of you guys misspelled this because I didn't get enough emails. So N-I-P-P-O-N at mark jrqr.net. <laughs> That's it. And if people want to go to the internet and find Kathy Cat, what do they put into the they internet? They type in Kathy Cat with a C, Kathy Cat underbar TV, or just Kathy Cat. You generally find me all around the internet as well as on Japan Railway Journal and Ask Japanese. And yeah, just find me. And how about you, Ladybeard? You can go to the internet and you can put in Ladybeard underscore Japan for all your Ladybeard needs. And while you're there, you may as well check out my pop group, Babybeard. That's Ladybeard plus babies equals Babybeard at Babybeard underscore Japan. You don't want to go, she must. That was, uh, that was, um, that, hey, that, that is what has happened. That was an episode of Cat with Beard. Hey. <laughs> um, there we go. We tried to talk about Japanese comedy. We'll see you pain. next time. What's now? Wow. I yes. don't know what's going to happen we'll next, next time. time. We have to rearrange a plan Cat completely. Cat with, with Beard. Beard. I'll see you in. Cheers.